1: Things you've seen doing all the things you've done. I mean, it makes you done and makes feel inhuman after a while.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Underrated. This is a show where we talk about films that are underrated, underappreciated, or ones that have just kind of passed under the radar and passed uh, kind of passed most people by. Uh, I am Derek McDuff, and joining me are the other members of the undercast company, Ariel Ortiz, hello, and Alan Torres. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Today we're going to be talking about a 2017 uh, revisionist Western film called Hostiles, um, directed and written by Scott Cooper, uh, based on an original script uh, by Donald E. Stewart. Uh, the film stars Christian Bale, Rosamund Pike, and Wes Studi. Uh, along with a number of really great um, character actors, um, and it's set in kind of the end of the Old West, uh, 1892, as Christian Bale, a uh, you know a lifelong army guy, has to escort his lifelong nemesis, um, played by West, duty um, across from New Mexico to his ancestral home in Montana. Um, it is a You know, a true revisionist Western film. It is very brutal and gritty and realistic and kind of, you know, all about instead of romanticizing the West in the past, like a lot of uh, Westerns that, you know, the classical Westerns have, um, it kind of just portrays it in its stark brutality and its realism for better or for worse. Um, This is a film that I picked. It was my turn to pick. And I kind of took a page out of Alan's book. And decided to choose something that I had never seen before, but had always really wanted to watch. Because I meant to wa- see this when it came out in theaters, but I never got around to it. It's not really on any streaming services and never really has been, um, as far as I'm aware. Uh, so I t- uh, decided to kind of you know, roll the dice and see uh, how it would turn out. But I, I got to say that I was very, very impressed with the film. I had went in with you know, very high expectations, and I do feel like it surpassed them. Um, very emotional film for me before I get too deep into it. I want to get, hear what you guys thought of it.
1: Yeah. So, um, for me, I, I was, I, it's been a movie that I have been seeing on a lot of people's lists, um, of, of movies that, that, you know, you should check out, um, because following Instagram, uh, movie review kind of like pages and stuff like that. It's, I've been coming across it a lot more lately. So I was definitely like on board with, with us watching it. And, and, and yeah, it, it jumps into the brutality. Like a real realism brutality, like just from right from the beginning. Like I was not expecting a guy to be scalped within like three minutes of the movie starting. Um, and yeah, it, it's definitely was a really great story um christian bale of course brought it brought us all to it um we kind of um inadvertently brought in an another movie with another peaky fucking blinder um there's the character at the end like the last guy calvary guy to um to get killed is um Played by the same guy that plays Arthur Shelby in *Peaky Blinders*, so so with our last episode of of Free, uh, *Free Fire* and then this one we we got to to the Shelby huh. brothers. Um, but um, yeah, it was uh definitely really great movie. Uh, it is a bit of a slower burn like like westerns are. Um, so yeah, definitely in that right mindset but it's definitely beautiful imagery i mean there's that one shot with them walking through like the forest and it's raining and i was just like oh it looks so beautiful the
0: cinematography yeah oh, cinematography shit.
1: yeah beautiful
0: god oh, damn um uh-huh.
1: yeah and it was definitely yeah a hardship of of seeing these characters both on both sides and i really did love how their relationship progressed and how they both kind of in the end realize like we're you know we're both at fault we both are fighters we both killed we both killed each 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 other's people and stuff and like for what you know like it, it we're uh especially with the end of like you getting that deliverance of like they've made it to the to the ancestral home and and they're doing the the um, burial and then just to have these essentially colonialists kind of like come up to them and like like it's a shock of real realism I mean of a, a shock back to reality for these characters that is very sad and I mean yeah definitely de- definitely like a bittersweet ending I did love though that at the end like he to get back on it like we'll we'll talk about it more, but I yeah, definitely a bittersweet ending. But definitely such an enjoyable movie. Very powerful characters and acting and and um <laughs> truthfully like when remote when um Rosemond Pike showed up. I've only really had like a bit of my most like iconic um experience with remote um Rosemond pike is gone girl so mm-hmm. to see her i'm like oh no this crazy this crazy <laughs> crazy woman and then um but dang like oh that scene where she's she is bare, like with her family burying her mm-hmm. family and stuff and just that progression of like her going from like i'm doing this on my own like i'm just she she goes into so many different like stages of grief just within that, that, that scene. And it's Mm -hmm. so powerful, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it definitely like knocks, knocks performances out of the park. And, and yeah, it is very much of a surprise why this didn't get as much recognition as I feel like it should have.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm
2: -hmm. I can kind of answer that. um, I guess in a way, uh, this was also on my, on my list. So I, I like Westerns. I'm kind of a, I wouldn't say a big fan, but like, I'll never say no to seeing one. And this was also on my list. And I, and it, when I came out in theaters, I was actually supposed to go see it with a friend, but I think we ended up just going to go get drunk instead. Right. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. It, unfortunately for me though, like, you know, I did go on blind. I was like, you know what? I remember I wanted to see this for me yes i agree the cinematography was amazing the acting was top-notch of course like you guys said i felt though it could have been shorter it is mm-hmm. kind of a slog to get through mm-hmm. um for me like i i understand some westerns could be slow like um It reminded me a lot of this other Western, uh, Bone Tomahawk. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It is very much that same kind of vein of revisionist Westerns.
2: Yeah, like, that one is always advertised as, like, a horror Western. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's not at all, like, at all. Like, this movie and Bone Tomahawk can kind of almost fit in the same style of, like... It's just intense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, that opening scene was very intense. And Mm -hmm. I felt like that pulls you in. Because you're like, holy shit, what's going on? But it kind of just slows down all the way till the end. Like that was kind of my biggest gripe with the movie is that it hits about what, like it's about two hours and 10 minutes, 14 minutes. And this movie I felt could have been at least an hour and 40 minutes. Cause the plot is pretty simple. It's straightforward, but there was too many times where I felt like they were really trying to just capture the beauty uh, of like the journey and everything which is great but there's times where like I remember there's one shot of Christian Bale um ra- around the end after like the big battle and stuff after they put um um Yellowhawk into the ground and stuff after they buried him and everything and I just remember there's just a shot of him and I swear that shot lasted like a minute and a half. And I was like, you could have cut this shot off by like a minute. Like it didn't have to be so long that was kind of my only big gripe with the movie. Like I enjoyed it for what it was, but I can see why some people might be turned off because it is very slow. Like it is a very, very slow film for me. It was a little like, I I don't mind slow burns, but this one was a little too much where I felt like I was an hour in and I was like, Oh my God, this needs to pick up. But Mm -hmm. that's just how I feel for it right now. But yeah.
0: So, we'll see, for me, I, I like the slow burn nature of it and, the, like, the time that it gives you to kind of breathe and just, like, because it's so intense and Christian Bale does have this arc that if I feel like it was quicker, if it was a quick movie, it wouldn't feel earned and it does really take its time to earn it and, you know, it, like Ariel was saying, it is kind of in that tradition of just, like, Westerns with, like, you are you are taking in the beautiful scenery and it it almost feels like, in a lot of ways, a response, a direct response to a movie like The Searchers, which I don't know if you guys have seen, but it is very much Mm a, um, you know, a more, it has revisionist elements, but it is a classical Western through and through. And, you know, that's, you know, just, you know, John Wayne at his most, just like, um, he's just like a racist piece of shit in that movie. Um, You know, he's, I mean, he's playing one, um, you know, so he's, you know, playing, you know, not exactly against type. Uh, but, uh, he, you know, it's about him just kind of, like, going in on this, like, year, like, this long thing, and you have all these beautiful vistas and stuff like that, but his arc in that movie, as opposed to Christian Bale's arc in this movie, is he just kind of, like, learns to, he doesn't really, he's, like, racist, and then nothing really changes, he doesn't have an arc, he just decides not to murder his niece in the end, because she's been living with Native Americans, like, that's his whole journey, um, but, yeah, I, I, I absolutely love the movie i i do like you know the the kind of you know length it length it took and everything it it worked for me i did try to watch it a few days ago so that i was able to kind of like you know think on it and like kind of because i did go in kind of like this is probably going to be a complex movie it it kind of falls in that same category of movies that i really enjoy that are a little hard to watch like maybe like not as hard to watch as grave of the fireflies but something similar where it's like yeah i'm really glad i watched this but it's not you know like something like Jurassic Park, where I'm just going to sit down and watch it all the time. But it is, it was very, very impactful for me. Um, you know, I, I I really, you know, everybody, like the title says, everybody in this movie, and how you were touching on it, Ariel, everybody in this movie is, you know, a hostile. They're all just these people that have been at war with each other their entire lives, and they have just grown up on hatred. And it's not like a blind prejudice. It's like a, these people have done awful things to each other like you know both sides and you know from the native american side they've just been pushed to this horrible like you know place and this is the only reaction they have is with brutality and christian bale is like that's all anybody understands and when they're they're in this kind of world that is changing and it's they're kind of forced to be less brutal and to accept people and you have christian bale he almost he could almost be ben foster's character he is just like mm-hmm. the razor's edge at the beginning of this movie of becoming Ben Foster who just decides not to give up those ways and Christian Bale is like if he could, you know, and he, if he didn't lose his pension, he probably would be the same way where he would just go and mur- he, in fact, he tries to get um, Yellowhawk West Duty to fight him to the death at the beginning because he's like, I would rather one of us die than to go on this quest with him and then they start going and you know, he won't unchain him. And the only reason he does is because he realizes like the people I people are dead because I did not trust him. I did not trust Yellowhawk. And now my friends are dead. So I have to, I'm forced to trust him. You kind of incrementally slowly see him build this respect for him. And at the end of the movie, they are just both so you know, they understand each they all understand each other at the beginning, but they respect each other at the end. They they are like we've both lost people, we've both killed each other's friends. And this is where we are. And, you know, them fighting the Comanche together and then fighting the trappers. And then, you know, at the end, when they have that scene up against, you know, the, uh, the the white people who are like, this is our land. And Christian Bale says, here's a note that I have from the president saying, you know, this this is their land. And he kind of holds it in his hand. That's where he started. That's his only reason for going on this quest in the beginning is this piece of paper. And then he's the other guy says, oh, listen, you know, um, well, the, I don't care about the president. So he just kind of like drops it. And you know, like, he's like, all right, it's not about that anymore. It's about this is this. He has be, he had a transformation. And he be, he respects Yellowhawk's memory so much that he's like, I'm going to fight and possibly die for this. And I think what's also really important to note is um, because I talked about how this film is just a, tra- a kind of rejection of the traditionalist Western, which I'm when I, I watch Westerns, I'm I'm a fan of a lot of films that could be, you know, kind of called anti-Western or traditional Western. I like a lot of those movies, um, you know, but I don't really like a lot of traditional Westerns other than maybe Shane is the only one that I really like. Um, but, you know, in those movies, you know, you have the Native Americans as the bad guys. You have they're just these kind of like faceless monsters, pretty much like movies like Stagecoach just coming after you and, you know, or, you know, even when they're, they're trying, even when the traditional westerns are kind of painting Native Americans in, you know, less of like giving them more depth. They're still not do not come off that well. And and then the kind of hero goes off and he fights them. And then he goes and they, the traditionalist western. They always the hero always rides into the sunset. He always dies or leaves the valley or whatever it is, um, so that the the world that he's bled for can kind of exist, and he doesn't get to live in civilization. You know, that's how you know, Shane ends and, you know, Logan ends and all and the, the you know, the searchers has that iconic shot of just John Wayne standing in the doorway. And he, he's saved everybody, but he can't come in. He's, he's staying out there in the wilderness. And when this movie ends, when they're at the train and you think that's how this movie is going to end too, you're like, Oh man, it's, you, you want him so bad to get on the train, but you think he's not going to, cause you think, okay, he's not going to go off to Chicago with, you know, Roseman Pike and have a life because they, they, they never have any, they like have a moment where they're like, maybe something will happen, but you know, nothing mm-hmm. is ever shown, nothing ever really does. But you're like, maybe these two really hurt, broken people can like find a life in each other. And then they have the, the kid, the native American kid. And they're like, we can take him and kind of build a new life out in civilization. We can leave all this, this behind. And he's, he's not getting on the train. You're like, okay, this is how the movie, all these Westerns always end. But you know what he's, he, he says he gets on the train, wordlessly just gets on the train and that's how the movie ends with him being able to like be accepted by society and go back to society and he doesn't have to be the the give this noble sacrifice and go off and he can't you know it's like no he gets to heal he he's done some bad things he he's known he's done some bad things but he he's able to kind of be like you know what there is a way back and it's bucking that trend of the old school western of just like riding off into the sunset, he is going to a better life. And I that really took the movie from a very, very good movie to a great movie for me was the ending where it kind of bucked that expectation for me and, you know, completely made it a true revisionist Western um, in every facet.
2: I agree. I, w- I will say the ending I was kind of like, because cause the movie's very heavy and it's very emotional mm-hmm. and... You kind of do want to see like a light at the end of the tunnel, and you know when when um, she's like leaving, and you could tell she's just like, oh man, it'd be nice if like you can be with me, not like romantically, but like, hey, we can kind of deal with our bullshit together, kind of deal with what we've gone gone through, but like when he hopped onto the 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 the, the back of the train, I was like, you deserve a man. I I get it. Like it it makes it it's understandable. We're all human. Yeah, we've done a lot of. Bad things, we've made mistakes. But at least for that for me, I was just like, Yeah, it's a sloth to go through. But I was very happy that at least it ended with like a nice ending mm-hmm. where you know what? He does deserve better. She deserves better. Little uh, little bear deserves better. Like come on, man. Like we've we've gone through all the pessimism through a very long two hour movie. Mm-hmm. At least let them be happy. And and I and I really really appreciated that at the end,
1: yeah i mean um definitely i feel like like um that kind of m- Moses, um waiting just outside of, of of you know the promised land and and not um you know making it de- completely there, I kind of got that feeling from um uh yellowhawks um kind of like his death. Um, they even kind of had that, that, that shot where he's like looking out on his homeland and, and then he like passes away literally essentially that, that morning or like right after that. So I think that in that sense, like we kind of get that, that classic Western, but I was, I was definitely delighted that, that Christian Bale's character, you know, ended up going with, with on, on the train and, and, um. And yeah, I mean, definitely. I just want to like, yeah, ex- uh, that whole relationship between him and and um, Pike. It was it was such a beautiful interaction. It was it not, you know, it didn't have the you know um, romanticness of of you know a relationship. Right, rightfully so. You know, the, mm-hmm. both um, she's you know grieving essentially her whole entire family. Like, I I know that this probably takes takes the um occurs over the course of maybe like a a month a couple of months um if if you know kind of a fast travel you know kind of thing mm-hmm. um but still you know i i did very much enjoy that that they allowed her to grieve and that you know their interactions together were more so on of them relying on each other um like when When, you know, he, when Tommy dies, uh, kills himself. And that was such a a powerful moment of, of that loss and stuff like that. And, and her just essentially like, just, um, holding him, you know, just, um, just saying like, I'm here, I'm still here, you know, kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And, and that was such a powerful moment for both of them that, that they had that moment. They, they had, uh, essentially the made made that connection of like we still have each other kind of thing mm-hmm. and and yeah it was it's definitely like i really enjoyed like the character development of of this movie and and with especially yeah of course with christian bale's character but also with room room um roman pike <laughs> roseman pike's um um character and just like the... They, you know, started off essentially alone, you know, Christian Bale only had his, his comrade or, you know, his soldiers. And yeah, they were, he, they were people that he, he, you know, he became families with and a uh, family with, but still, you know, something that, that hum, human humanity was kind of like missing for him. And then for her, her humanity kind of got stripped away like, with her family, um, in a way, and then just for them to kind of find that humanity again and that hope again, um, definitely was, was a really great moment, and then, um, yeah, and then with, with, the uh, with, um, Yellowhawk and his family, that whole just never giving up hope and them kind of, like, passing that hope to, to the other characters, um, was mm-hmm. definitely, um, very beautiful thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you definitely feel, you know, that kind of like you, you, you can like, you feel like you can kind of breathe when he gets onto that train the first time in two hours, because it has been so like nerve wracking in a really good way. And you've seen, you know, Yellow Hawk, he, he lived his life and he's kind of accepted it and accepted that he was going to die, you know, and then you, you have, you know, Thomas, um, you know, he has that he just is broken and he like the, by the things that he's done. And he's just like, you know, he has that speech where he's talking to Jesse Plemons and he's like, killing is like nothing to me. And Jesse C. Plemons is like, I don't want to become this. And he breaks down and starts crying to yellow Hawk. And, and then he goes down and, you know, hunts down Ben Foster and Ben Foster, like they all, all these characters you just see, they, they end up broken and dead. And to have Christian Bale be like, I'm going to stop this cycle. I'm not going to go the same way that has happened to these people that I've cared about all of them and i don't want you know i i i don't want this to happen to me too i want to break the cycle Mm -hmm. and it's kind of that's the old west dying out you know and yeah i mean he's coming in
1: he you could see it he literally kills the old version of himself in a way Mm -hmm. because he kills that um white guy um Mm -hmm. it's the guy from the walking dead it's (laughs) herschel from the walking dead um he literally kills him it it kills him and he that's who he was you know at the beginning of this journey he was one that was prejudiced against you know Indians saw them as just being savages and and, and you know it, it would he would have been a person that he would have agreed with you know at the beginning of this journey but instead he he kills his old self and you know metaphorically
0: yeah 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 mm-hmm. But yeah, and, and I just got to say also, just like the character actors that are just present in this movie, like, like, I got to shout out all of them because it's they really got such a cast. Like, you know, I, Errol, you like, you know, you text me. You had the, We had the exact same <laughs> reaction, like, Timothy Chalamet's in this. It was, it was right before they he got, grew up.
1: They got the Chalamet and and he only said um, four lines sounding French <laughs> in a French accent. And then sadly, yeah. he was the first to French die, accent? and I was like, "Yeah, yeah he had. You didn't he was a was afraid.
2: Did not notice that at all because oh, yeah. he because because
1: mumbled. He mumbled. Okay, like, uh, I'm gonna be real. This... <laughs>
2: who, who who is this kid? I've been seeing this kid. The everywhere. Chalamet? Like, the like, Chalamet? I, know who, I, I know who he is, <laughs> but like, this kid is just fucking everywhere. Like, I know no, he's, he's in, actually like, a, a by really your good name. actor. Like, he's in like everything now. And like, I always hear two things about him. That he's a good actor, but he's just like <laughs> a super silly stonery sounding kind of guy. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so well, you know, look at Hostel in real. So, name.
1: so please go and watch the King and then go and watch yeah, yeah, the SNL skit with with him and um what's his name? Um Pete Pete Um Davison. And then you'll yeah. you'll have the two spectrums of who Timothy Chalamet is, essentially. <laughs>
0: The King is worth it just for him and Robert Pattinson having oh, yeah. that one monologue. Like the King is okay, but like that scene is just like this is the weirdest shit. Like what is happening right now? I love it.
1: That that in his his yeah, his battle um speech, like along the lines of Aragon in in you know, in um Return of the King level, you know. Um those but yeah, yeah, it's that's that's the spectrum of Timothy Chalamet.
0: Yeah, but yeah, and then, Chalamet but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Chalamet, of course, you know, I already kind of in passing mentioned, you know, Jesse Plemons is in this and this is mm-hmm. right around when he was kind of blowing up like Jesse Plemons fucking incredible. Like there's a reason like he's he's just so like kind of stoic and like and, you know, you know, of course, all the, the main characters, you know, uh, Adam Beach, he's he's really great in this. Um, Got to mention um, Peter Mullen, um, obviously really good. Uh, let's see. Uh,
1: the main guy from Lovecraft Company, uh- Country.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm lovecraft
2: to, country i'm trying to get his name uh, uh shout out to him yes um oh my god I, I can't remember his name he was amazing in lovecraft country i i honestly recommend everybody to go watch it lovecraft country is absolutely amazing it's a trippy show and it's just uh, oh, jonathan can, majors there yeah. you go Jonathan he, he's so good in that. like everybody in that show
0: mm-hmm. is
2: amazing I, I can talk about that for days but yeah
0: yeah
1: Oh, and can I just say, like that that relationship ended up being such a amazing relationship too. Like when he was saying goodbye to him, you
0: oh my god, that's the
1: thing that's amazing. Like you don't, you didn't, you didn't get that kind of feel of their relationship up until that point. But Mm -hmm. then it only took that one scene to like gather like how much respect they have, and then definitely him being, you know, a a black soldier in the calvary Mm -hmm. um and seeing that like you know like camaraderie and like without any because in truth truth you know uh, this time you know there was you know segregation still um barely slavery it had ended and stuff like that and and so just to have see that that relationship was such a beautiful thing um man and that scene man like christian bill like made me start crying because like he was starting crying and i was like oh my gosh
2: but they honestly were both amazing in that scene like mm -hmm. yeah wow
0: and then you know all of that and then of course you know like i i gotta shout out uh my boy ben foster who i think is just he's one of the greatest actors of this generation he's always just so just brings something underrated though yeah he really is like he's like maybe my i think one of the most underrated actors ever Mm -hmm. like he's just so like versatile and unique and just brings this energy that just is like it's like almost it's revolution it's like brando back in the day you know just the way he just like just does all these things that you know you're just like wow that's and the scenes that he has with christian bale were just heart-wrenching and you just like the two of them playing off each other and that's why like this movie if you had a different cast it would still be good but like the cast elevates it so much where it's like you're able to have like a one scene between two of these characters and just it feels like they've known each other forever because these this cast is just that incredible and i do and this is such a really great script directed amazing cinematography amazing just and it and it is very relevant to today i feel like like it is a Western hmm. and it is like, okay, but it's like, yeah, this, you know, you could, I was watching some behind the scenes stuff and the director was like, you could, you know, it's a Western, but you could also set this, you know, in in Afghanistan in 2011 mm-hmm. or in, you know, mm-hmm. um, in the Congo in 1930. And it's just, cause it does, it is very universal just uh, about all these things about just like, just having this visceral hate for other people. And just, it it's so, so just, it really moved me. It really just. got me on a deep emotional level um and i i can't i really can't recommend this movie enough honestly and (laughs) and i think it is you know it is also really other than it just being a good movie it is a very important revisionist western because that i think that it is kind of like oh it's about the end of the west and it's on a meta level it is about the end of this kind of like this kind of story that we've been telling about the west it's the end of that kind of mythic western this like you know iconic hero who just rides off into the sunset and shoots a bunch of like indians or robbers or whatever um you know but instead you know it's but instead it's like here's a gritty realistic picture of the west it's kind of a death of this uniquely american mythology that we have just kind of like the old west and how we just came in we conquered it and yeah it's it was great and you know and it's kind of like no this is like you know it's you know you can really trace back a lot of the revisionist Westerns starting in like the late 60s and then kind of just grew in more and more up until today. And this feels it's we've really arrived at like a place where we feel like we can be honest about our own history um, in a really cool way that would not have existed. And, you know, it's because of movies like, you know, the Wild Bunch and Butch Cassidy, Sundance Kid and Unforgiven that this movie has really built upon. And those are all, you know, Westerns that I like a lot more than your traditional Westerns. Um, And yeah, this this really... I was a little and when it started, I, I think it's interesting that it starts with that, that quote, you know, by DW Griffith and that like Indian attack, because it is like Comanche attack, because it is like, this is it starts out like what you would expect, like an old Western to start out with. And it's like, here, we're starting with these kind of like traditional tropes, and then we're just gonna break them down over the course of the movie. So you feel like the characters in the movie, you're like, at first, you you're like, okay, like, they were attacked by Comanche, and you're maybe like, okay, this was very brutal. And you feel for them, but you know over the course of the movie, you do kind of go on this emotional journey and you know break down these tropes and these stereotypes mm-hmm. it's just it works on so many levels that it really really impressed me
1: yeah, and I mean definitely like um uh, having having that line or that discussion that that yellow um yellow hawk says about the Comanches are rattlesnakes like we hate we dislike them too like there are mm-hmm. en- and they were our enemy too like like so it, it even adds that that layer of like that is in truth and in reality that no um two like groups of people are you know are the same you know like mm-hmm. like one group of, of of whites is different from another group of whites or blacks like all that all that like mexicans mm-hmm. all, all that and so it was definitely like even having that kind of branching of, of stereotype was a re- refreshing thing and, and, and definitely like kind of brought to light. Like, yeah, like, like there are savages, uh, true savages within any kind of community, any kind of race and stuff like that, that um they are, you know, radicals and, all and, and mm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not an us versus them because, you know, you have, you know, the Comanche attack and they, you know, that was awful. But then you have, like, Ben Foster, who's a murderer, just kills the mm-hmm. and, and then you have, like, the guys at the end who are just like, this, he's like, this is our land. We, like, we own it, you know. And and I love and that. Did,
1: didn't they just want to bury
0: Yeah, Yellow, they just wanted the, to that's bury That's all Yellow they up.
1: wanted him. Mm-hmm. Like, the his family was going to go somewhere else. They just wanted to bury him, you know, on the land. Yeah. And yeah. it's just.
0: Yeah, really powerful, and I also gotta like say that like it's Rosemond Pike, you know, is it's really it's you know because the West was full of like you know badass women too, and to have her like I love that scene where he's like you're not gonna shoot this, and he's just, bam shoots him like she's gone through this grief and everything. In the beginning, of the movie she's just you know scared and and just like has been through the like hell, and at the end of the movie she just like takes her power back and shoots this guy, and it leads to you know the end fight scene it just you know it, it you know cuz westerns have traditionally kind of like been like all right here's this kind of white savior guy and then the women and then like the native americans are kind of just like villains or like damsels in distress or whatever but this movie really makes everyone fully fleshed you know uh black people too like just fully fleshed out characters and just real ide- like real people not like these you know idealized versions of whatever and just i don't know i and is you know, no, I, I
1: think that that's what it was refreshing is that they were just people too. Mm-hmm. Like, I did love that they didn't make an acknowledgement of, of um, Jonathan Major's character. Of like, oh, he's black. He's no, He's a soldier. Yeah. You know? And that was such a beautiful thing. And then, it, of course, like, it isn't until you take a step back and see, like, oh, like, this is actually a beautiful, like, or, or powerful, you know, kind of. um. Telling of a story because like that's how good storytelling should be told like it doesn't matter how they look and stuff like that it's you know it's the actor it's the person that you should see first and and yeah it's definitely like just subtly doing that is was a great um pretty like a amazing thing to me too Mm -hmm.
0: But, yeah, and I, and I do get, I think, why this movie, you know, because it, it didn't do great at the box office. It just about broke even. Um, so with, you know, marketing stuff, it's probably, like, took a took a hit. You know, it wasn't because it started with a limited release and then got a little bit of a wider release. But I can see why, you know, it did have a big drop-off of the boxes. Because, so you know, this isn't a movie where it's like, yeah, you get together, you go with a bunch of your friends and have a fun night at the movies. This is much more of a, like, solemn, depressing, just kind of, like, you know, although it does end with my favorite kind of ending, the bittersweet ending, where it does kind of end with that glint of hope and just like we've been through a lot. And so I can see why people want to just rush out to go see this. I kind of wish that it had gotten more respect at like the award, like you know, the awards and stuff it didn't really get any Oscar look-ins or any Golden Globes look-ins or anything like that. It was kind of just ignored on that circuit, which is really a shame, you know, because, you know, I think that the writing, the direction, and then especially the acting really should have gotten some love, but um, you know, Westerns are kind of almost almost fallen out of vogue in a lot of ways, um, and you know, they're all, the classical Westerns for the most part are done, um, but you know, you do every once in a while get these kind of traditional Westerns or um, a- uh, revisionist Westerns and anti-Westerns, whatever you want to call them. Um, so, I don't know, I just wish that you know, it had gotten more love and that more people had seen it, because that's why I wanted to choose it, because You know, this is a movie nobody really has seen or talked about, and I have always wanted to see it. And I, you know, I'm glad we all got to kind of like watch it and you know talk about it now. We took it all. We brought them to our land.
1: An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did.
0: And in the end, what will I become?
1: Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two.
0: Play it now with Game Pass.
2: I agree. It was definitely an experience. Um, I get, like I said, I, I can see why. Even even with like you were saying how it should should have been in like the award circuit, I don't think it should have. I, I feel like the the directing the acting, the cinematography were all on point. I felt the writing itself was pretty straightforward and simple. Like, you you pretty much understand the message. But I just felt like, like I said, I, I felt like sometimes when they were talking, I was just kind of like, okay, all right. Like, like it's just, mm-hmm. th- it doesn't kind of hook you. Mm-hmm. But it's not to say that it's a bad film. The only thing I would say that can, that might've made it a little bit more in the, in the mainstream was kind of just take down the time limit. And I think that would have been a little better because like I said, the writing is pretty straightforward, but I mean, it's not really doing anything new. I feel like, yeah, it's relatable to what's going on in the world right now, but Personally, that's what I felt. Where I was like, you know what, I, I, I want to say I dug it. And I want to say I liked it. Maybe I need to give it another rewatch. But it was just one of those where I was like, I, like, like when I start going, they should have done this. They should have reworked this, or they should have like done this. That's where I start going. Okay, you know what? It's probably not my cup of tea because that's like I said. I think Bone Tomahawk kind of does everything this movie did mm-hmm. similarly. But in a shorter time span, it kind of got to the point a little faster. And even then, Bone Tomahawk took its time as well. But that's just me. Like, I understand why it wasn't, like, as up there as other films. But also, I still feel like if you're into Westerns and you want something a little more realistic. I know there's that uh, Cormac McCarthy book, um, Blood Meridian. Blood I mean, Meridian, which like they
0: famously tried to make into a movie for years. And it's been in developmental hell, like. It keeps failing to get made,
2: but yeah, like something like that. Like if you're into that and Bone Tomahawk, I think you'll enjoy this as well. With especially with like the ending being a little bit more, you know, sorry, spoilers, but bittersweet, I guess. But yeah, that's just how I feel. I feel like you can watch it, but also you have to be in a certain mindset and you have to be prepared. You know, it's not hatefully long. You know, don't worry about that. Or or it's not the Snyder (laughs) Cut long, which is about twice as long as this. Which I wish the Snyder cut was longer, but um, wait, you
0: can't say a four. You want you like thought this was too long, and then a four-hour movie is not long enough. Snyder cut
2: should have been eight hours. I sh- I, sh- I wish I was more holiday. Joker, more, more Joker, more more Batman, more and all that. But no, nah.
0: there's not enough endings. They needed more endings. Yeah, <laughs> I need more
2: cameos. I need more
0: all that stuff. But um,
2: yeah, no, I I feel like with this this was more like a very contained story. I, I th- that, that's just my biggest gripe. It's just I was like this mm-hmm. is way too long, but. Again, it's not hateful eight long, but I, I would say yeah. you're, you're for yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely um you have to be in the feel for it. Um, mm-hmm. truthfully truthfully, uh I had started watching it, uh and then I wasn't like in the right mindset, so I did take a break and you know, to uh um,
2: so a break too. It, I, yeah, I totally took
1: meant. I took a bit a bit of a break and then um came back to it but I think there's definitely like a, um, a turn in the middle um i think once they get to that that first um port um where that's where it starts to pick up in pace at least in or what things are, are doing again are, are, are being done um so at that point it it definitely picks up and gets you a bit more engaged into the story but but yeah like we've been saying it, it is that kind of classic western feel, um, which yeah, I think I think in any kind of like long form movie, um, you kind of have to get into that mood. You know, you're not gonna go into watching the Irishman like oh because mm. let me just pop something on. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, yeah. That's I... that's yeah, that's my what what I would recommend. But I think that's what people want want a western. They're they're gonna get a western with
0: because yeah. I kind of like I was watching I don't remember what but something like a lot more upbeat and then I like I was watching some show like Adventure Time or something and then I like switched over to this and I was like oh man like it was like whiplash and I was like I needed to like <laughs> reacclimate myself it was like when you jump into a cold pool and you're just like ah okay if I just and I just like let me just stay in this for a little bit and I'll like get used to it you know because it was just such an abrupt switch but yeah so definitely go into the movie like in the right state of mind like you know go and be expecting like a kind of somber longer you know kind of in-depth thing that's going to make you really feel you know um but I also wanted to kind of uh, ask you guys because the reason I a big part of the reason I chose this movie is um even though I hadn't seen it is because I really wanted us to talk about a western because we haven't talked about any westerns on the show um and I was trying to think of a movie that I like that's a western that I think is really underrated but a lot of the westerns that I do like are considered classics um and are really beloved so that's why I kind of when sought out this one. Um, Alan, you said you are a big fan of westerns. Um, do you have any like favorites that you want to mention or ones that you think are underrated? Both both of you guys.
2: You actually kind of read my mind. I was just about to ask you guys a question as well. Um, uh, yeah, I dig westerns. I'm not saying like I'm like, oh, fucking, I've seen every John Wayne movie or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, one that I feel is underrated, and this might actually pop up in the future for, for the listeners out there, uh, my personal, this is actually my favorite Western, and also, I believe it's underrated, and it's an underrated sequel as well. You guys are going to laugh at me. Back to the Future Part I knew four. it! <laughs> I, knew I
0: it, no, fucking
2: that's... love that movie so much.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I knew, I was thinking about, like, Alan's going to love Back to the Future 3. Yeah, was
1: yeah, it. I knew If it. anything,
2: that movie got me, like, to watch Westerns, because it was just, it's, it's so great, man. I love mm-hmm. time travel and it with a Western vibe on it. Oh, come on. Like, it's just. What else yeah. can I say?
0: It, it takes it... the first movie and, and removes the sci fi, um, like, uh, the sci fi kind of like trappings and tropes and replaces them with Western tropes. It's the exact plot of the first mm-hmm, movie, mm-hmm. but a Western. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah. 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 Which is interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I do know. I... I used to watch a good amount of Western movies because my mom is a a big um, John Wayne fan. Um, So for John Wayne, I think the the Sons of um, Kate Heller, I think is the name of it, um, is a really good one. It was kind of remade into a modern movie starring Mark Wahlberg and I think uh, um, Andre 3000 called um, Four Brothers. It's essentially that but but this is the one of the, the original um and so that one's a good one um modern one i i mean um more recent one that also has uh um also has christian bale and ben foster 310 to yuma this is a really one good one that so one's underrated
0: fucking love that movie uh-huh. you gotta
2: watch it that that one i i always hear about and I always kick myself in the ass where I'm like, how did I not see it? Especially because that was like when like Christian Bell was like on top of the map after Batman begins the dark Knight and stuff. So I was like, Oh, that, that, that was calling me. But, um, real quick, uh, my, my close second or the, my second place, which is also a modern one. Django Unchained. Django Unchained. Okay. Yeah. I
1: like Django Unchained. Yeah. Um, one of the recent ones I saw, like maybe like, um, two years ago, um, that was actually pretty good. Is The Sister Brothers? It's the one with um, Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley. That one ended up being like it's insane, but it's it is actually a pretty good western movie. They they're essentially like you know, like kind of bandits a bit. Um, so that one's pretty good. Uh, um, um yeah, like uh, I think, like I was looking while we were talking about Ben Foster. I was looking at his like IMDb, and he's kind of like, cl- like a um, kind of mo- does like modern Western movies. Like Hell, Hell or High Water is like you, you can consider it as a modern Western. Oh, movie. Oh my god, that
0: is a that is definitely a neo Western, and that was one I was mm-hmm. going to mention. Fucking love Hell or High Water.
1: Yeah, me and so, my brother y-
0: will always be like Hell or High Water.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, and so so. Yeah, there's like all these really good western movies. I mean, definitely True Grit is a classic one. Both the both the original with with um John Wayne and then the the new one with um with Jeff Bridges. Um definitely really good westerns. Um the uh, Magnificent 7 a bit um kind of like that that the about this like kind of like end of the western kind of era you got tombstone and all that
0: so yeah definitely yeah Yeah, i mean like a lot of the ones you guys have said are a lot of my favorites i you know i like i said i don't think there's a lot of ones that i think are really super underrated which is kind of why i went for this maybe the remake of magnificent seven i think is like it's just a solid action movie like it is yeah yeah, it's it's not like an amazing movie but it's just like if you wanted to see some action like it has one of the best like ending fight shootouts of any Mm -hmm. movie ever um but yeah good just,
1: character actors too with yeah, that one
0: yeah there is a yeah. lot of and it you know it does it is it does a really good job of having like a really diverse cast in a western which is you know something that is you know been sorely needed until now but yeah like all the ones you guys said i don't the, the ones that only ones that i think are pretty underrated um i mean they're kind of like people like them but they're they're kind of just like you know kind of they're not really like they're kind of like middling movies seen by a lot of people, but I fucking love both of them. And that's the um, the Shanghai duology, Shanghai Nights and Shanghai <laughs> Yeah, movies. I fucking love those movies. Like, they're that, so good. Third the third one will so possibly brilliant. come. <laughs> I, I've been waiting for that third one since, like, 2003. I've been, like, I was... I mean, you, you want to know how long it's been since the second one came out? Aaron Tyler Johnson is the kid in that movie, and now he's, like... Then, <laughs> I was like jacked and giant, and he was just like, My name's Charlie Chaplin, and back in that one, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I, I fucking love like Shanghai Na- Shanghai Noon. Great, like, just kind of like comedy take on a Western. Like, that really hasn't been done that well since, other than maybe Blazing Saddles. And then, you know. Yeah,
1: that's you- another one. Can we consider that as a Western Oh, yeah, yeah of course, of Blazing Saddles. Yeah,
2: You guys, you, you guys are going to get mad at me, and probably listeners as well, but. A guilty, this is a guilty pleasure one. And I actually rewatched it, I think, last year because, you know, there's COVID and everything. Mm. That was like the height of it. So we were watching everything we could. And I'm not going to lie, man. I dig Wild Wild West. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and it's so fun, man. It's
0: just The giant spider. Okay, was go. The giant it? spider
2: I... that was supposed to be in Superman lives. Still, yeah. that's was the one thing that lived. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Are you yella? <laughs> right? Isn't that what he said? I have not seen
0: him? that movie since the 90s. I just remember a giant spider and like a doppelganger for Ulysses S. Grant and, and Witcher oh, Wild.
2: Yeah. yeah no,
1: but that does, isn't that what he tells them? Like when he, they're hanging like by his wheelchair and then he's like, he's like tells Will Smith like, are you yella? Or something oh, like that. Probably. That. That's, that's what's I, his name,
0: right? That's fucking Kenneth Branagh, the director yeah, of yeah, Ken
1: kind of Brown. I, I always think
2: of the scene where he's like, "Redneck." He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" They're gonna hang him, and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait red—the color of like passion, anger, blood, neck, um, <laughs> your neck." And I was like, "Get the fuck!" This is so bad, but you just have to laugh at it because you're like, "Jesus Christ!" And and the
1: music like, video for Wa Whoa, West" was a bit better than the movie for Wa Whoa, oh, West."
2: Man. I'll you give can you that. you hear how old I am. So, as a kid, I fucking loved that movie. Burger King had toys. Yep. And they had, yeah. they oh, had the that's sunglasses. They had the oh, sunglasses. No. They had the, su- the sunglasses. I
1: wanted sunglasses. Oh, man. I had
2: the sunglasses. And let me fucking take you even <laughs> further into the past. I bought, not the CD, I bought the cassette tape soundtrack. <laughs> wow, wow West. How, that song all was there.
0: everywhere. It was, was you would walk out your door and Will Smith
2: would be like, wiki wiki wild. You'd be like, oh, oh my God, dude. Oh, yeah.
1: Cisco, too, in like a, like in, I don't know, like not even a full like cowboy suit. It was just like, I think like he, he like put, um, uh, like kind of like, uh, like spurs on, on silver, um, tennis shoes or something like that. Yeah. Go back and watch that.
0: <laughs> oh man, I room. need to I yeah, not I need to watch that movie. It's been it's been a couple decades <laughs> since I've watched that movie. Definitely like
1: with the with the um the bicycle, say and then he just like 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 he's like going super fast. Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's it's definitely t- like a deep cut. I think <laughs>
2: uh I I remember though having nightmares. Of, like, you know, when they put those like magnet things on, like, oh, the, yeah, and the, thing, and the saws fu- is, like chasing them. I remember just <laughs> thinking for days, and I was like, how would I survive that? What would <laughs> I do? What, would I jump off the cliff? Excuse me, would I jump off? Like, that movie got me so. That movie did a lot to me because Sama what? Hayek, I was like, oh my god, he is <laughs> smoking in that movie. And then it goes from like hilarious, sexy, and then I'm like, would I survive the neck magnet thing? <laughs> a giant spider and i'm like jesus this movie has so many emotions
0: <laughs> it has it all well guys that 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 was fun <laughs> i'm glad we got to finally talk about some westerns um but yeah any any final thoughts uh i i'm gu- i would i would recommend the movie i'm guessing you guys i uh, i know ariel i think i know where you're alan dude you recommend the movie as well
1: yeah i recommend it
2: I'd say give it a shot i would say give if, if you're like you know what i want to sit down and kind of watch like a more kind of realistic, like you said, kind of Western where you kind of want more grittiness and just, just like you said, realism, I would say do do yourself a double feature. Watch Hostiles and watch Bone Tomahawk. I
0: thought you were going to say watch this and then watch Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was going to say, and then if you want some dessert, watch you're, Wild yeah, West.
0: Yeah, you can yeah, like, we need to like relax it's and just definitely take your mind dessert. off things. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I do actually need to. I I know about Bone Tomahawk, but I haven't seen it. I need
1: to watch I, it. I I was told it was like very gruesome. Like, like it was like, um, the way that my my mom and my bro, my um, my uncle like talk about it. It's just, like, oh, Bone Tomahawk, man. Like, so I guess like it it might be a bit gruesome, but not by our standards nowadays. Oh, you mean, know, like in the yeah. age of the of the boys uh, and Invincible, though. Not- I yeah. very much
2: agree with that because I was led to believe... Because cause like I said, when I heard about it, it was like horror-Western. And I was like, fuck it, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to see a horror mm-hmm. and Western. But it honestly feels like it's way more closer to Hostiles. Where it's more... There's gruesome scenes. There, there's a little bit more action. It does have that slower pace as well. But a lot of the gruesome stuff is in like the last 15 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. But... Again, if, if you're watching Invincible and the boys uh, and stuff like that right now, you're gonna go into Bone Tomahawk and be like, "Yeah, that's like normal gruesome, I guess." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so that's it. Because when I saw it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that was that's kind of bloody." Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's not as bloody as I'd like it to be, but me personally, <laughs> but I like, yeah, yeah, it's good.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well. uh thanks everybody out there for for listening. Um we've been the undercast company uh and uh you know you can if you liked what you heard go ahead and subscribe to us on whatever podcast app or YouTube uh, however you listen. Um want to make a quick announcement here um you know upcoming this is going to be after this episode um we're so going into the summer so this is let me. this episode is our lap it's going to come out at the end of May if you're listening right now. Um, But for the summer, so in June, July, and August, we're going to be doing another kind of mini-series, and it's going to be called The Summer of Sequels, uh, where we are going to be talking. uh, Each of us are going to pick two sequels, and we're going to talk about just kind of sequel movies that we think are really underrated or need to be seen or whatever, ones that don't get the respect they deserve, Um, like Alan kind of hinted at earlier. So, yeah, Summer Sequels, that's going to be what's going to be coming up in the next three months. Um, We're going to be kind of, you know, trying something out and uh, having some fun with this um so stay tuned for that uh we also do a couple other podcasts uh ariel does one called you've never seen uh which is um where some of us have never seen a movie that we really should have seen because we're all movie buffs so she introduces it to us or sometimes we might introduce her to a movie uh speaking of westerns i'm probably gonna make her watch with cassidy at some point in the sundance kid Mm -hmm. um and then i also do a show Mm-hmm. sorry to
2: interrupt yeah, yeah. i might join you guys on that because that's actually a movie i've wanted to see too Ooh, okay so yeah, I yeah. Might I'm, excited. On my own.
0: I'm excited yeah um and then uh so yeah look forward to that at some point uh and then i'm really excited to show both you guys that like I'm, I'm giddy um but then i also do a show called gateway episodes where um someone will get me to watch a show or i'll get someone to watch a show by showing them like a gateway episode of the show. Like what, if you really want to know what the show is about, or you really want to get into it, you got to start, start with this episode. It'll really grip you. It'll really grab you. It'll really show you what it's about. For example, you know, the episode we had come out earlier this month, Ariel introduced me to Legion and I was right on board right away. Um, but yeah, we've got those podcasts. We've got one called infinity stones and dragon bones that comes out sporadically when we talk about Marvel movies. Um, but yeah, follow us on Instagram, um, Facebook. We've got a Patreon. If you guys want to support that way, um, Uh, or just you know but what's even better is just give us five stars um and uh that really helps the show get noticed um i don't know anything else you guys wanted to mention before we wrap up here real
2: quick guys just uh you know what we love to hear from you guys i'm a big fan of hearing from everybody um so please comment on our instagram twitter you know i kind of finally fixed my twitter as well so if you guys want to tell your twitter's up mine's at batsy 430 um uh, look, look us up. Talk to us. You know, Instagram is always at Batsy430. I, I also kind of do a little bit of, of a guest uh, podcasting as of late with Los Machachos Media. So um, check them out as well. We've been talking about like Falcon and Winter Soldier every now and again. I think we were talking about Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. But please like reach out to us. I'd love to hear from you guys. I want to I wanna know more. And tell us what, what, what Westerns you guys like. What Westerns that you yeah. would recommend.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, email at us at undercastcompany at gmail.com if you got any suggestions or you want to talk to us. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'm at Derek's photos on Instagram if you want to check me out there um, or check me out. I've written some stuff on Medium too. But yeah, Ariel, anything you wanted to mention?
1: Yeah, I'm on um, Bandana B three one zero. So you could send me um, that too, or you know, tag the um, underrated. Podcasts, or underrated, no, undercast. Sorry, <laughs> undercast co, uh, undercast company. Um, you know, on Instagram or undercast co on Twitter. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, well, th- uh, everybody, thank you so much, and uh, I'll see you in another life.
1: Thanks for being amazing.
2: Take it easy, y'all. <laughs>
0: None of this Six gun in this Brother Run running this Buffalo soldier Look it's like I told you. Any damsel that his distress Be out of that dress When she meets.